Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. I guess that means we'll be doing this forever. How do you figure that? Well, isn't there like some adage about doing something for so long it becomes a routine? Where did you hear that? Internet? Oh, well, then I guess this is forever. Yep. Should we celebrate? Nah. So, what now? Let's do a top ten! Hey, relevant! Right? Okay, if you suddenly equipped a magic wand and you had the power to change things in the game, what would you change? If I suddenly equipped a magic wand and had the power to change things in-game... Okay. Number one. People falling off your mount when switching switching zones. Ooh, that's a good when, one. When you are the mount? Yeah. When you annoying. have mounted me onto my dragon body? <laughs> that's a whole other podcast, folks. Really? What kind of podcast are you doing without me? Um, nothing. Nothing? Back to your mounts? What about mounts? Uh, I... So, okay, so you're flying your noob friend through the air, and you switch zones, and... Hey, wait a minute. Sometimes you fly me through. I'm not a noob. When you fly your noob friends <laughs> through zones, and uh, they fall off. They just biff it and die, and it's your fault. But it's not your fault. <laughs> they should change it. They should fix it. Fix yeah. it. It is weird, yeah. Mm. I got that, that sweet mount that turns you into, like, a lion flying it's a lion panther. thing. It's a panther pan- thing. Panther. Yeah. From the friend rezzing, scroll of resurrection thing. Friend rezzing? The scroll of resurrection. Right. Yeah, I got one of those. So it turns me into the wing... No, it's not the winged guardian. <coughs> nice one. Thanks. But <laughs> It's like a panther with wings. <laughs> right. Yeah. That bird tastes everybody... like Dorito. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Episode 10! Woo! <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So everybody falls off whenever you switch zones. It just... Yeah, but it's not all the time. Yeah, just sometimes. So, you get comfortable, and you don't think that it's going to happen. Right. But it does. And so, you tell your friend, like, brace yourself, buddy. Yeah. Bro man. Bro. Uh, yeah. Bro. And when, you, and when you cut through, you try to, like, skim the mountains a little close. Yeah, you just in case. Because you fucking fall off. Just in case. Yeah. So, that's that would a, be nice. That's a problem. Yeah, fix that one, please. Please. Well, yeah. Please. I'm oh. guessing it's probably a lag thing between two separate accounts. Like, maintaining the... Oh, maybe. It may not be something they can... I don't know. Magic... Well, we're talking about magic wand. Yeah, magic. magic. Yeah. Magic wand in a perfect world. The thing that works the way it works normally works when you switch zones to... Magically. Um, I got one. No, me first. Okay. Okay. So... (laughs) So, I will... Okay, I have this druid. I love my druid. Not enough to, you know, level into a hunter or anything, but... I love him. And what I love to do is to roam around the world as various types of animals. And my problem is, or was actually, because I discovered that this has has changed recently. Oh, yeah? When you're swimming in your travel swimming form, Mm -hmm. whether whether it be the walrus bat or the killer whale, the curious little killer whale, when you jump out of the water like a dolphin... You switch back into your normal form, mm, yeah, except they changed it. Oh yeah. So when you jump out of the water like a dolphin, you turn into your flight form. Oh. Yeah. So. I mean that's better, but it's not. It's better, and I was thinking about it, and it makes so much sense. 
You know? It really does. It makes sense. And so I can't really complain about it. But you'd like to jump in and out of the water like a dolphin. Yes. That's what you're getting at. But uh, that action has no uh, benefit for anybody in game. Sure. Probably but me. Yeah, so, except it would be kind of cool to see those things hopping up out of the water. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> but whatever. Okay. Okay, okay I'm enough. done. Those right, are, th- I'm done. Hey, this is magic wand. It's, we're, we're magic wanding it. Yes. Right. Uh, my Mine is related to raiding, right? So we've got the situation where everybody has looking for group and everybody can pop in and pug in real easily and find groups. Like tonight, we had two pugs. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing wrong with that. They did fine. It was no issue. Um, but there was some waiting around while we found those two bugs, and it would be better if there wasn't. It would be better. Uh, so what I'm saying is, our, How ra- do you solve that? Our, our raid team is in a way better place than it was. So Hell for those yeah. of you playing at home, we had a full raid team except for one healer tonight, which was awesome. Amazing. Very very that cool. Never happened. Yeah, um, but I mean, but it's been getting more and more consistent. So we're really happy about that. Thankfully, guessing the podcast has nothing to do with that. I'm sure. Hey. Not because we're famous. We're famous. <laughs> My mom anyway, listens to this like yeah. once. Yeah, there's like three, four different countries. Yeah. Shout outs to Canada and Australia. Mostly and Canada. Bias. We're big in Japan. We're not. We're not, big, we're not big in Japan. No, I'm just kidding. But um, back to the the point was the what game right now about? has made it very easy for individual players to find groups, but it's made it very difficult for people who run groups to maintain those groups. Maintain. Yeah. Maintain. So. So. My magic wand would be that raid teams who were refer- returning with like a high, per- maybe like a high percentage of the same characters mm-hmm. or same people would get like a buff of some sort. Yeah. So there would be an incentive, right? An incentive. Incentive. Episode it's- ten. Oh, I didn't mean to say incentive again. <laughs> no, no. Incentive. But right, yeah. my turn. So, oh, that was a good idea, by the way. Thanks. Good job. Okay. Thanks. Waving that wand around. I appreciate it. In people's faces. Yeah. Um. So. I love, <clears throat> I love, <laughs> I love the Twitter feature in WoW. I use it constantly. Yeah. It's gotten me so many more followers. Yeah, which is pretty cool. It is. I mean, I don't understand why. I mean, all I do is take stupid screenshots and link things that I get from places, and people like that. And hey, well, we love it on our Twitter account. We do. We retweet other people who do that. We do. You guys are welcome to do that. Yep. Hashtag us or tweet yeah, at us. And we'll, we've got we'll connections. Yeah, we, lo- to we love seeing nobody. that. Especially for Terrible Transmog Tuesday. We're about yes. to put up a bunch of those. Terrible Transmog Tuesday. From tonight's raid. For the win. Hashtag me and you. Yeah. Because, uh, side note, in celebration of episode 10, we're recording super late because we wanted a whole weekend to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, listeners, that we're late this week. Sorry. Uh, that's our big celebration. I had a lot of sleeping to do. Yes, you really did. Um, so, as I was saying, sorry. Twitter's great on WoW. But wouldn't it be also great, furthermore, as well, um, to add uh, different other ones, like social media things like Like, instagram okay yeah instagram makes sense i always use instagram i mean everything everything in twitter so far is photo related anyway pretty much except the like the the items and stuff but yeah and that'd be fun and be easy and and maybe some kind of facebook thing i don't know if people still use the facebook maybe a tumblr thing we blog our tumblr We, we blog we blog but yeah, so that might be fun. 
Yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm sure people would find some really good creative ways uh, to use it because I, I well, that's one of the things I'm so impressed about is the way that the community uses these these mm. things. On Twitter, it's so fun to see. There's so many accounts that we follow on the Lagging Balls Twitter that are just really supportive of the community. Um, they're always, I mean, sometimes there's contests going around. Mm -hmm. There's a great podcast community. Shout outs to all the podcasts out there. Yeah. You guys are Thanks, awesome. guys. You guys all support each other. It's Thank really cool. Thank you for welcoming us. Yeah. And We're relatively new. Exactly. They welcomed Episode us. Episode 10. Episode 10. Yeah. Incentive. <laughs> Incentive. That's what it's going to be called. But yeah, so other social media outlets. Yeah. I'm sure the more that are integrated, the more people find really cool. And the more people um, will find WoW through those things and yeah. be like, how do I get to make cool screenshots with these cool looking characters? Oh. Maybe I should try that game. <gasps> and then more people in WoW, more people to raid with. Always great. More people to talk and trade chat and to block. Your turn. Uh, let's see, something to make fishing more interesting? Yes. I... Fishing so boring my voice cracked there? Yeah. Something to make fishing more interesting awful. would be awesome. Are you okay? Not all of us have two monitors so we can watch like Netflix on one screen and fish on the other. See, I do, but I still don't want to fish. Yeah. There's so many things I'm missing because I just straight up refuse to fish. Things like what? I don't know. Like all the fishing oh, like rewards the and, and, and rep and yeah. stuff? Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it! Oh, and you love the Tuscar so much. I too. love the Tuscar and I can't... I just... Ugh, no. I can't do it. And I'll never get those cool fishing mounts, the ones that you, like, fish up, like that sea turtle. Oh, the sea turtle. I yeah. want that so badly still. But you'll never get it. No. Because fishing is boring. Yeah. I don't know how to fix it. Maybe you guys can think of something. Uh, because maybe then we could write a letter to Blizzard. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe instead of having to click on the lure when it's ready, you just click the fishing button again. Yeah. Because then you could put that button on your, like, a keybind. Which you're probably doing if you're fishing anyway. Probably. And then do something else and then just leave the sound on so when you hear the little lure sound you just press the button again. But it's not enough time between casting and clicking to do anything really. Yeah there is. I mean you just put something on in the background. You, just... you can't talk to your friends because you'd be typing and... You could mumble. I guess. Or vent or TeamSpeak or curse. whatever. But then you might have trouble hearing it. See it's That's just... True. Yeah. It's just... It doesn't work. But then if you're... Oh uh, yeah you're right. It's just boring. I am right. Yeah. Ah. The point is it's boring. and Somebody tell us how to fix it. Somebody come up with that, please. Yes, that would be cool. What else? I don't know. Um, how about a limit on looking for groups? So, oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll do it this way. So, right kind of back toward the other point about, like, making people stick with groups and guilds and raid teams and stuff like that. What if you put a limit on looking for groups so individuals could only join, like, one group per... X amount of time. Oh, so, so they have to mean it. Right. Like, you'd have to join, like, if you queue for a raid group and then they pick you up, you can't leave without... Just like um, in Dungeons, where you get, like, the leavers buff yeah. or whatever. That sort of thing. So you can't just, like, pop in and be like, and then there's one wife and you're like, oh, fuck this group. Exactly. And I'm out. You'd have to try and stick it out. Yeah, because you're going to get a debuff for 30 minutes or something. I don't know. Something. Like an hour. Five minutes. Something. I don't know. But you can still be kicked by the group if you're not working out. Right. There's got to be a balance, yeah. So that but then you that, can't just leave all the time. But then they also can't like that might prompt people to be awful. How so? Well, if 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 you leave on your own and you get a debuff for an hour, you can't join any groups. So you have to get kicked by that group to not have the debuff when you leave. So would that not or give you incentive to be a jerk and then get kicked out? Oh well, 
I mean, the thing is, just like in any dungeon, if somebody's being a jerk and they're just like, kick me. And then, I mean, you can't really say no. Like, you can and force them to stay, but it doesn't do anybody any good. Because yeah. no matter what role they're playing, you're losing that role. And if it's, if it's a necessary role like tanking or healing, you can't do without it. And if it's a DPS role, you can do without it if the other DPS are good enough, but it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. So if somebody's got the attitude that they want to leave and they ask you to kick them, you should probably kick them anyway. Yeah, I guess. Man! But in, in a raid, it would work. Because you could just punish them by making them stick around or something. But, I mean, I don't know. There's there's going to be ways that people could be jerks no matter what. That's true. But this way, at least people would feel like they have to stick it out a little bit. Okay, at least, at least some people would... Anything to improve the situation. Yeah, um, Just because, again, thing. people come and go as they please, which is great for individuals. But it's really bad for forming a long-term team. Like, mm -hmm. we're just... We're this far into this expansion and we're finally getting our team back together. Yeah, finally. Like, that's, it shouldn't be that difficult. It's been difficult this entire expansion up until now. Like, this week. Yeah. So, anyway, I mean... So, it, I see what you're saying. There's... It could work. There's implications, but, you know. Mm hmm Fix in-game voice communication, please. Ooh, that's a good idea. Oh, that's a great idea. I like that a lot. Might be nice. Because it's terrible. It is. I've, I've used it once. It was hard to set up, didn't get it, and it didn't work. Right. At all. I mean, it should be easy to set up, but the thing is, it doesn't work. So... Yeah. That's the part that makes it difficult to set up because people have to all be in and then all leave and then join again and then everybody has to log out and back in. There's, there's all kinds of weird yeah, things to try and make stupid. it work. And if we could just talk straight from the source, then everybody would already have it and not have to go and download it and not understand yeah. how to download it and set it up and right. stuff like that. Because that's another thing that sucks about looking for group for raids. Yeah. Is if if I say you have to have Mumble to get in our group. I don't have how Mumble. Many, how many people are like, I don't skipping? want to download Mumble. Right. I'm not going to join. I'm going to leave. Exactly. And Mumble's that happens. Stupid. That happens all the time. And we don't even know how, how many times it really happens because other people are seeing the group and then seeing that Mumbles are required and then just not joining at all because yeah. they don't have it or they don't feel like getting it. I don't feel like getting it. I mean, I have it already, but if I was that person, I would not feel that I right. wanted to get it. I understand that. Getting another, yet another voice thing is Setting a pain in the butt. Setting it up for like five minutes. Right. It's a pain in the butt. I get that. It is. Uh, what about if we made major PvE areas non-PvP zones? So we're, this doesn't, I guess this only applies to people on a PvP server. We're like on a PvP us. server. Our terribleness at PvP is well documented. So it's more about, okay, so what, what I'm getting at is that if you're on a PvP server and then there are major, major zones, there are already major zones that are like sanctuaries where pvp is not allowed maybe just put that around things like the raid entrances yeah because honestly like what's the point of having pvp outside of raid entrances like i, I understand that it's it's an opportunity of finding places where there's lots of people of the opposite faction that you can attack but what's the point of the attack like it's not you're not going to engage in a meaningful battle there people are just going to run in and out of the instance that makes sense but i think you're looking at this from a non 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 pv player pvp player yeah PvP. PvP player. Right. I mean, if you're really into PvP, what would stop you from stalking people around um, summoning stones and stuff like that for in front of raid and stuff? Like in front of Hellfire Citadel? That's probably really well, fun for people who like to gank and stuff. But the thing is, like, if you're into PvP, you want to fight people who can fight you back. Not necessarily. I don't know. Because if you love PvP, you're a dirty is, bastard. I can't... <laughs> That's not true. Isn't? <laughs> here's what here's what I think you mean. Stop me if I'm wrong. If you're into ganking, you're a dirty bastard. 
Uh-huh. But that's not PvP. Uh-huh. That's just killing somebody. And ganking, I, I define ganking more so as killing a lobby. Okay, or, but... Or killing somebody who's, like, I just feel busy like doing you're being else. I don't, I don't think so. You might I mean, be looking at this reason, from a one-sided perspective. I just don't think so because... I'm definitely looking at it from a one-sided perspective. I, I admit that. But the reason is just that, like, if I'm in this game trying to do a PvP objective, like raiding, there's no, there's no benefit for anybody to engage in PvP around that objective. Except for the people who are sick bastards who like to try and gank people and stuff like that. Right. They get some joy out of trying to do that, but I don't understand how that furthers the game for anyone. There's so many Maybe there's so many places to do to gank. There's so many places to do world PvP. But just interrupting people trying to get a group together like it's already a pain in the butt to do all this. Yeah. Again, from a from a group perspective, from a, a the person trying to lead a group and put a group together, you get people from other realms. They're not on PvP servers. And <laughs> they freak they come, out. They come to them. They get added to the group. They come to the point. And they get <laughs> fucking killed. They're not expecting that. Right, and then we have to wait <laughs> another five minutes while they try because they've never died out there before because they don't have that on their realm. So they've got to find out where how the hell to get to the body from the. It's just a huge pain in the butt. That's completely unnecessary. Okay, well, I mean, obviously that makes sense to me as a non-PvPer, but maybe. You guys, you PvP, PvP, PvPPs out there, could tell us why that shouldn't be the case, why it is fun to kill people around summoning stones, even if they can go right into the instance, or maybe they're hanging out with their entire raid team and yeah. it's probably not a fair fight. Tell us why. Argue him. Argue that point. Wait a minute. This is my magic wand. Quit hogging the wand. No, I want, I want the wand. Hey. I just don't want PvP shit around my PvE shit. I am fine with getting ganked in Tanan Jungle. I am fine with getting ganked while I'm trying to, like, finish objectives elsewhere. But, like, for raiding in particular, I can't... I'm trying to think of a good, another good... Uh, that's not what I was thinking. But that works. That's a good point. I mean, there as well, as well as raid entrances and what you said... Right. Are... <laughs> I meant it. <laughs> I could tell it you meant it. It was, it was a declaratory statement. It was. Anyway. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Tell me, tell me why... For those of you for whom it's fun, let us know. The PvPPs. The PvPPs. PvPPs! Sorry. Okay, so what I would like, if I was waving my wand around furiously in a circular motion, um, <clears throat> even more character customization. I've seen lots of things online about uh, people wishing that you could get tattoos for their characters. Mm. Like maybe cool. go on a quest and like win some tattoo designs or whatever maybe more facial things more faces more hair like more tusks more earrings yeah like you can change your your hair color but it's all one color mm-hmm. usually you know and yeah. it could be two colors Streaks, or fucking champing yeah. dual or maybe two-tone. you could have like a perma expression like instead of neutral you could be smiling or grumpy faced or i don't know um, or or maybe you have a regular neutral expression, but then you can get faces for when you're doing certain things. Like how you get the funny faces when you're doing the uh, uh, selfie camera. Yeah. Maybe when you're fighting, you like, grit. Yeah, nobody can see what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> but tattoos, more piercings, different hairstyles. I just want more. I yeah. think because there are millions of people playing this game and... A little more customization of your own personal character would be really good for people, and it'd be really interesting. And I don't know, it, it doesn't seem like it's a huge, huge leap. Yeah, they could just add a little bit more. 
and people could be a little bit more creative with because obviously transmogging is a huge popular thing people right. really like doing it so why not take it you know to a, a more basic level and just add more hair add more faces add more yeah. piercings add makeup you know makeup face paint stuff like that just just yes makeup for the girls and face paint for the guys no no but what i hate is going to a highly populated place and seeing a character who has the same hair and the same face same hair color same skin color as mine right i hate that yeah i don't want anybody to look exactly like me I mean, we might not be wearing the same thing. We might not be in the same class, but sometimes we are. So, I don't want that. And I I think that just adding a little bit more, not a ton more, but a little bit more could be really fun for people. Yeah. And on that note, um, why not more garrison customization? Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, I know that um, they're not planning to continue with garrisons in the future. But for now, I mean, just the unnecessary spike seller is all I got. Yeah. Just give him a little bit It like they were going to go somewhere with that. Like, that was the first of the yeah. things Yeah, and those spikes go away. I think I've said that before, but they go away. Yeah, that's bullshit. It is bullshit. The first time I did it, I spent so long setting up my spikes like I wanted them. <laughs> my God. How long were they around before they went away? I think they were there until I left. And then oh, I came back really? and they were not. I think. Do they cost, like, gold? or get Yeah, like, six or? gold or something like that. What? Or maybe more. I don't know. Wow. But, yeah. So, just... I just, with all the creativity that's being allowed in the game nowadays, I feel that the basic customization of your character and your garrison are lacking, and I would change that. Gotcha. Well, along those notes, more void storage and organization would be great. Because, like, if you're going to add more things, I mean, as it is, if you're really into transmog and things like that, I mean, like you are, and I know this from how obsessed you are with this, you're out of space. You I just am. Don't I have any space. space, and it's just because you need to. You need to keep a whole hell of a lot of stuff. Like it just. Mm-hmm. I know that they've addressed some of these. They talked about this in Ian Hazakostas' re- most recent. Ian Hazakostas. He said something about like when is enough enough, wow. you know, and like you can always you can always go higher, but like where's the where's the limit, man? Right, and I I totally understand that to a certain degree, but for something yeah, but... like void storage where it's specifically stuff for transmog, yeah. this isn't gear you're keeping to equip. I this don't is stuff think for trying on and making outfits. That these guys understand how much closet space I need. <laughs> Do they not get it? I think it's a big enough issue that it keeps coming up. I mean, the fact that he addressed it, yeah, on there means that enough people are talking about it. I mean, I'll... I don't I don't think all of these random things end up on their radar unless they're things that enough people are talking about. Yeah. But yeah, I'll pay thousand gold for another tab in my void storage. Yeah. And then two thousand, three thousand, whatever. Right. I'll do that. I don't care. Because yeah. I spend a lot of time collecting these pieces. Right. And I put a lot of thought into the the the, the outfit in right. in a whole and sometimes I choose to collect an entire set sometimes i choose to make up my own right and it takes a lot of time and effort yeah. and i mean that's a good thing it gives me something to do and it gives me something to strive for and it's fun going back in time essentially and going into old dungeons and raids and, and picking up trying to get something i know our friend garnch does that a lot he yeah. spends a lot of time going to uh old raids and dungeons to pick up like the perfect piece for his set it always looks cool yeah but it's hard because in the back of your mind, you know you only have enough space for so many things. 
right? That's not you're, cool. Because you're just carrying stuff around, right? Yeah, like I'm carrying... Two or three of your bags that you carry around all the time are full of stuff that should be in void storage, basically. Yep. There's no need for me to be carrying them around. But I can't get rid of them because I've either spent a lot of gold, or they're a part of a set that I'd probably forget about later, or I spent a lot of time obtaining them, right. so... Right, and speaking of that, that's the other half of this, is void storage space and a way to organize it. Yes. Like, if I type in helm, it shows me all my helms. Right. That, that alone should be a basic right there. I know. Sometimes I'm looking for a belt and I'm like, belts look like tiaras. Yeah. Belts look like rings. Not that I have rings in my void storage, but it's hard sometimes. Right, yeah. The little icons don't give you enough information. Yeah. And then if you could just save sets together, things like that. Yeah. So a way to uh, organize things where you can sort by homes and belts and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And then also just additional tabs. Yeah. I mean, I think... And a way to save sets. So even if you're sorting, you can still keep like the set together or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it'd be that difficult, no. but it's really hard to tell from a development standpoint. Absolutely. Like, we don't know anything, but it just seems that it can be improved upon greatly. Well, I think that's all I can think of. Yeah, that's oh, 10. It is? Yeah, that's 10. 10? I've been counting. I have 10. Like 10. Like 10th episode? 10th episode! Top 10 in the 10th episode. Top 10. But if you guys have any other little changes or big changes that you'd like to make in WoW that we didn't cover, please tell us on Twitter or send us an email so we can discuss it on the show. Yeah, and we're on Twitter at, at laggingballs, and our email is laggingballs, laggingballs at gmail.com. That's right. It's easy. Nice and easy. Yeah, but this is Magic Wand, so it doesn't even have to be that, like, I think we got a little bit into the weeds here about how, how doable it would be. Yeah. Fuck it. Just give us your wish list. Yeah. What, what have you always wanted? LB Newsline. News you can use, unless you refuse. Uh, the second Terrible Transmog Tuesday happened this past week. Our guild, Blood of the Scribe, on Boulderfist US went all in on Terrible Transmog Tuesday yet again, uh, which was great. We yes. had a really good time, and the antics started with uh, a guild party this time, which we held in the Goblin Slums of Orgrimmar. So uh, we had guildmates and extended friends... Um, all before we went into this terribly, trest, uh, terribly dressed raid last Tuesday, which was great. It was great. Yeah, Terrible was really Transmog Tuesday is my favorite day of the week. It really is. And then tonight we had more. Yeah. So we had... Uh... Because we were recording this <laughs> on a Tuesday. That's right. We're when after. we usually record on a Saturday. That's right. We're way late. This is post-raid tonight, guys. Post-raid. Yeah. This, all of this energy... I just put into wiping on Gorfiend. <laughs> but then downing Gorfiend. That's right. So it was like a, a dual, like, no, but then yay yeah. kind of thing. Although... Which is really how reading goes. But no, but then yay. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't, I didn't get any loot. Uh, I'm going through no, no tier. Nothing. I'm still waiting for that second tier piece. Yeah. You know what I got on council? What? The same... No, not council. What's between council... Killrog. Mm. You know what I got on Killrog? I rolled for the same cloak that I'm already wearing, mm. and then I looted the same chest I'm already wearing. Ooh. Lucky you. <laughs> grats. Not grats. <laughs> what? Okay, what's the opposite of grats? Rats? Poops. Rats? Poops. No, because that doesn't rhyme. Oh, it has to rhyme? Yeah. Why does it have to rhyme? Because the opposite of, the opposite of things rhyme. <laughs> Like dogs and clogs. Those what? are opposites. Oh, God. Anyway, 
That was the second tra- Terrible Transmog Tuesday. Tonight was the third Terrible Transmog Tuesday. We had a lot of really great people show up. Yeah, and some people some have really been freaking horrible using our hashtag on Instagram yeah. and Twitter. So that's pretty sweet. That is pretty awesome. You guys look keep it up. fucking awful. Yes, it's great. It's just terrible. Freaking beautiful. Oh my god. So that's the hashtag Terrible Transmog Tuesday. Keep it up. Yeah, keep, keep it, it up. Coming. In regular WoW news, we've had some hot fixes. Oh yeah. Hot fixes. So hot. So hot. PvP. PvPPs? I just coined that tonight. For the PvPPs. For the PvPPs. Um, for PvPPs, all healing and damage <laughs> absorption, absor- absorption has been reduced by 15% in PvP combat. Yeah, that seems with like... With other PvPPs. It <laughs> <laughs> seems like quite the... It's a lot. I'd, I'd like to hear back from p- some people who PvP regularly. Actually, you mean the PvPPs? The PvPPs. I need to reach out to the PvPPs. 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 I'm sorry, my nose is itchy. Reach out to the PVPPs and find out how that's affecting them. If, if you're a PVPP, yeah, let us know. Hit us up. Tell yeah. us. Tell us both about ganking around PVE stuff and about uh, how this 15% reduction in PVP combat is uh, is uh, affecting you. Yeah. Um, the Ballads Druid. This, okay, Star Surge now deals 15% less damage in PvP combat. Must have been They're just raking it back. Raking it back. The Affliction Warlock, Haunt now deals 25% less damage in PvP combat. Right, and so, these were, these changes were all just in time for the Time Walking Weekends. No, um, not Time Walking. It's not called Time Walking. It's not? No. Only when it's dungeon related? Right. Okay, so the Battleground Bonus Weekend. Yes, Battleground Sorry. Boner Weekend. Boner Weekend. Which we tried a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, and failed. Yeah. Terribly. Still bad at PvP. Yep. Still trying. Still bad. We are not PvPPs. <laughs> but then uh, on the same note, Affliction Warlock's Haunt was now 25% less damage in PvP. I just said that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, otherwise, there were a ton of class buffs, actually. So, um, so nerfs aside in PvP, uh, in PvE, across the board, there were quite a number of buffs uh, by class. I started to type them all in here for our show notes. Um, it got a little out of hand, so we've put the full link in the show notes, and you should definitely check it out yeah. for the classes you're interested in. Find out what you got in your stocking. Well, I got what you need. Okay. In other news, uh, the update on the limits to help you better plan your token purchases. Wow tokens. Wow tokens. Right. So I just put up a special blog about wow tokens. I love special blogs. So max 10 tokens per week can be purchased from the in-game shop with money. What are they, like 20 bucks each? I have no idea. So you can only spend $100 a week. Really? No, $200 a week. Oh, wow. Sorry, I had to math. Did it hurt? Yes. I'm sorry. I think I'm bleeding out of one ear. Oh, actually. God, you are. But why is it green? <laughs> so yeah, maximum of 10 tokens per week, $200. You can, guys, you can only spend 200 bucks Darn. on tokens per week. I wish so I was just, rich enough. I just wanted to clarify that you can only spend two hundred bucks. I guess if you're just if you're just rolling in the cash, you could just be switching this over for tons and tons of gold. So Absolutely. I guess I guess the li- limits make sense. I'd be buying that yak mount so fast. Yeah, really. We do need to get that though. Yeah. Like if anybody 000? wants to pay us, um, we're really good at talking shit. Yeah, the podcast is free, but if you want to donate gold in game, yeah, you're more than happy to. Accept. You can. We, <laughs> you give us gold, we will go into mumble with you and talk about. Dumb shit for <laughs> for hours, or at least one hour. 
like 40 minutes. Okay, in other news, uh, there's a maximum of 36 tokens every 24 months can be purchased for gold via the auction house. So there's weekly limits and limits in a two-year span uh, when you're doing it from the gold side. Okay. So 10 per week of using real money to buy tokens, 36 per two years when buying them for gold. This is getting... Really, really confusing. Yeah, look, if this if this matters to you, then it then it makes sense. Uh, it doesn't really matter to us. We're not doing either side of that, but we're poor. Uh, basically, players can only have one type of token in their inventory at one time, so that's just important to know if you're again if you're doing this. And then you can only hold a maximum of ten in your inventory at one time, uh, which is a limit that's shared across all characters. Oh wow, account. really? So, all again, of them? full there's more uh, full post on in the show notes if you care about this stuff, but we're gonna move right along. Yeah, we are. We're gonna go and cover the Blizzard GamesCon 2015 hashtag thingy. <laughs> Have you been doing it? Cause I'm forgetting every week, <laughs> even though I talk about we it. We talk about it every week. There's only so many things I can hold up well, here. Well, look, this is the last week for it. Okay, so the last week of Blizzard's social media campaign for this year's GamesCon in Germany which is across the ocean, if you are where we are, in North America. Didn't need to put that in. <laughs> so this week's hashtag is hashtag Blizzard IRL. Nice. In real life. Blizzard IRL. I've seen tons and tons of these so far. Yeah? There was a really cute one of a couple who met in WoW. Aw, like us. Yeah. Who are you? What? So be sure to enter by posting videos or photos or whatever, with the Blizzard, Blizzard Blizzard IRL hashtag on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Vine. Yeah, and don't forget to include the, um, if you're going to do this, you also have to include the BlizzGC2015 tag. GC2015. BlizzGC2015. So just include that hashtag as well. Um, I think that's just, since the other hashtag changed every week, that's the overall hashtag they're looking for to get yeah. all the entries. Uh, so you have until Sunday, August 2nd. Get on that uh, shit right now! Yeah, it's the last one, man. So just take if a you, photo of yourself playing WoW, and that's all you need to do. You and got, then do that like ten times and enter all of them. Yeah, do it. That's it. Probably not naked, though. They might disqualify you. Well, they, there's, I didn't see anything about not being naked. This is for Germany, after all. What is that supposed to mean? Those in Europe are not as caught up with... How the, do you know? The, the, how, how touchy the whole naked how thing is. How do you is. know? I've heard things, man. Where? Internet. Oh, okay. And then finally, uh, Blizzard put up the Field of Battle poll. So they've been doing these polls like weekly now. Oh, like a stripper fun. poll? No. Like the ask you questions and you answer them. That's, That's the only poll I'm aware of. So, uh, Field of Battle poll. Blizz put up a new poll asking which PvP battlegrounds players were hoping to queue into uh, during this past weekend's battleground bonus event. Bonus. So, uh, two BGs stood out far above the rest, and that was Warsong Gulch and oh. the Rafi Basin. That makes a lot of sense. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. After, I mean, I guess after all this time, if people are still into that, that's really cool. I mean, I, I enjoy both of those. I've been playing... Warsong's been my favorite for like 10 years. Yeah. You said you were doing it back in the day. Yep. I just learned that about you this week when we were talking about this. I Man, had no idea. we learned so much about each other through WoW. Yeah. What is your favorite game? Game? What is your favorite game to play? World of Warcraft? Mine too! <laughs> See? <laughs> So it was Warsong Gulch at 22%, Arathi Basin at 20%, Alterac Valley was a distant third at 13 <laughs> It was a big drop-off, uh, but then Alterac Valley, and I'm, I'm guessing those are all from the Alliance side, because Horde never wins Alterac Valley. So I can't imagine that's very funny. But the Horde doesn't need to win stupid battlegrounds to be the best this faction. This is true. This is true. Because while all these other people are pvp ing <laughs> pvp ing Well, all these other pvp 
are PvPing, we're doing shit that's cool. (laughs) You know, cool shit. Yes. And then further on the poll, Deep Wind Gorge, and I like them all about the same, tied for last at 1% each. Now, my two favorites are Twin Peaks and the Silver Shard Mines. Why? Because they're fun. Okay. They're new. Well, they're two of the newer ones, and I do Twin like Peaks, Silver Shard. Yeah, I mean, Twin Peaks is basically War Song Gulch. It's the same thing. It's capture the flag. Um, it's one of the ones we played and failed miserably on this failed. past weekend. But I, I find that map setup really fun. Yeah. I really like how they did it. I actually like it a little bit better than War Song Gulch. Really? I don't, I don't know why. I just, for whatever reason, it appeals to what me. What do you have against tradition? Nothing. I like Boris Gold's just fine. Sure. But as far as my two favorites, it's, the, it's these two. Twin Peaks and, Sil- and Silver Shard Mines I like because I just, I love the mechanic in there. Yeah, I feel like I win Silver Shard, if anything at all, ever. Yeah. For some know. reason. I just like the... That no one clicks with me. The people who can, who are good at fighting as a group, they can group up, group up and, and escort one minecart to the end. Then you get these giant group fights. And then there's other people who are sneaky or, or, or just really good at 1v1. They're just really strong PvPers. And they can go defend one on their own or take one over and, and pull those little levers and change the track and make it take longer. And Pull the lever, crunk! I, I love all that stuff. It's really fun. But uh, the link's in the show notes if you want to look at the uh, final results. Check out that shit. Now it's time to talk about Heroes of the Storm. Because we know you can't stop talking about it either. Quite a bit of Heroes news this week. Really? So, yes. So, um, this is, again, including this past week up until uh, rec- our recording date of um, July 29th. So, all hail King Leork. A week later, after he came out, uh, he came out this past week. He's a warrior role with arguably the most unique hero trait. Uh, it's called Undying. What does it do? He is uh, the Skeleton King, so when you kill him, he doesn't die. Go what? figure, the word is undying. Um, yeah, he stays around as a ghost. And he wanders the field of battle. And instead of dying completely, he still has abilities that he can do. What? And one of and basically both of them slow other characters. Okay. So he can stick around. He can't hurt anybody. But the more he uses his abilities while he's dead, the lower his death timer becomes. Whoa. So he gets back up faster. That is cool. And when, he comes, when his death timer is up, he reses right where he is. Wow. So he can be slowing people in the middle that of the fight. That is a huge and then advantage. Pop right in and just finish him off. God, it's way cool. That is a game changer. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but honestly, as as far as game changing, as far as how game changing it sounds, he's actually incredibly well balanced. He's not. He doesn't seem to be OP or broken or anything like that. Um, in my experience so far, um, and we've even seen him on a competitive level so far. Wow. It's been really fun. That so, is so cool, and he looks pretty cool too. Yeah, we actually used him in a competitive match this past week. Was he hot? Uh, he was cold. I mean, he's a dead king, so right. he was pretty right. cold. That's what I meant. And then, side note, this was my first week playing any Diablo at all. Diablo. I played Diablo 3's starter edition just to try it out, because I figured this is a Blizzard podcast. We yeah, have hardly we ever cover. Out. Yeah, I thought I'd try it out a little bit. I, I leveled a monk to 20. It was way fun. And you finish off by killing King Bjork. How fitting! Yeah, it was really cool. He just like, fuck you, bitch! Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, you're like, I'm gonna play this bitch! In a different give me game. Your, give me your crown. Now I have a legendary. Yeah. Freaky skeleton man. Uh, the first qualifier for the EU Road to BlizzCon <laughs> this past weekend as well. Shush. How'd that song go? For the Road to BlizzCon. On the Road to BlizzCon. Nice. On the Road to BlizzCon. 
I'm just figuring it out. Yeah. Well, I kicked off this weekend, uh, and the biggest news was that Team Liquid was defeated by Nata Sfinceri, which I'm sure I'm saying incorrectly. What does that mean? Way back in the round of 64. Okay, Team Liquid is the arguably the top team. Not even arguably. They are by far the top team in EU. I know that, but what does Nata Sfinceri mean? I don't fucking know. Oh. All I know is they're, they're potentially, arguably, the second best team. So it doesn't make a whole lot of... I mean, it's not that crazy... That they beat them mm-hmm. it was best of three, so they just won two to one. Um, but Team Liquid is so far ahead of everybody else that it's kind of it was surprising. It was, right. the, it was the big news that came out of this. Um, and basically, you know, even though they were, you know, both kind of top end, it was still strange that they met way back in the round of sixty four because the way these tournaments are set up, you know, you're, you, there's usually seeding that pits the better teams against kind of the lesser teams so that the better teams meet toward the end, which mm-hmm. makes for better tournament viewing and all okay. that kind of thing. Yeah. And makes and just makes it so that again, like in this kind of situation, if either one of these whichever one of these loses, now two top one of the two top teams is out way early in the tournament. Oh. So it doesn't wow. doesn't make as much sense. I mean Team Liquid they're gonna get there. They're gonna get to of the Royal Blizzcon anyway. They're just gonna have to do it in one of the future roles. Um, qualifiers, but hey, Team Liquid, if you're looking for a theme song, um, we nominate the Road to Blizzcon. We we nominate me. This is me smiling. <laughs> but uh, we personally are rooting for the team called Need Place Thirty Two, please, because that's just sheer team naming. That's adorable. Awesomeness. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yes. By the way, they did make the round of thirty two. Yes. Uh, where the tournament had left off at the time of our recording. Good job, guys. Uh, but for full info and brackets, see our show notes. Show notes. Um, and then the America's Road to BlizzCon. Two more teams qualified for BlizzCon during the July Open, so congrats to Cloud9 and Maelstrom. Good job, guys! And Cognitive, who beat out Complexity for the advancing place. You. Um, the heroes... Brawl uh, with the Blues! Brawl with the Blues! Brawl with the Blues! Did not happen. What? Yeah, it was scheduled for this past week. I was all ready to watch it. Like, it just didn't work out. Aww. They had some technical difficulties, so they're just, uh, doesn't look like they're gonna reschedule, they're just gonna cancel this one outright and do the next one. Man! When the next one comes around. But yeah, they've been doing those to kind of showcase some of the new characters and things like that, so they would have shown off King of the Ark, played by some of the devs and some of the people in the community, which is always cool. So, hmm. too bad that didn't work out. That is too bad. Um, Hotslogs also came up with a new team draft helper. Uh, Redditor Barrett777 of Hotslogs.com created and shared a brand new tool for Hotslogs. Uh, and basically, it lets you explore team win rates for any combination of heroes. Um, so far, he's only really posted it on Reddit, um, and he's asked for the Reddit subs um, input on how worthwhile it is and things like that. Yeah. Uh, my team looked at it a little bit. I'm not sure how useful it is right now. It is based on the current data, though. So uh, right now, they're using the past 20 days of Hero League data. Um, so it's got potential. Yeah, it does. I mean, we'll see. It's it's a little it's a little rough to tell, but we'll have the link to the Reddit page where he posted it and um, the initial uh, FAQ about how to use it and things like that. So those will be in the show notes Potentially well. useful! I also found a really good how to play murky guide. How do you play murky? Very carefully. <laughs> but yeah, um, this is uh, almost almost like a split-pushing tank is how you play what? this murky. So um, in most MOBAs, and this one's no different, you... There's a laning phase right. where you stay in the lanes for most of the time yeah. and you build your XP and stuff like that. But then there's also the map objectives that take you out of the lanes and things like that. Murky is, this build is basically saying that Murky should ignore all of that, 
push one lane, run to the other lane, push that one, run back to the first one, and push that one again. Hmm. And it's clearing waves of minions, and it's also pushing on the walls and cannons and things like that. And the way the build is set up, he's um, he's actually kind of tanky. So he has the the shield. Kind of tanky. Yeah, this little Merlot is kind of <laughs> kind of tankish. But uh, basically, the guy put it up on Reddit. We'll have the link in the show notes. But um, he's played 560 games on him. He's got rank one, and it's a great guy that runs through all the main and secondary talent picks. Um, it's got a great outline, and and the part that I was kind of referring to about pushing is in the part that's a kind of a great outline of the gameplay. Uh, and it's starting with this gem. Your goal is to push two lanes at once, and then contribute to team fights when your octograd is up. And for the uninitiated, octograd is this awesome thing where these tentacles come out of the ground, root Ew. your target in place, and then you beat the hell out of them. <laughs> and then at level twenty, you can buff that with a talent that's called dot 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 and a shark. <laughs> so basically, you you octograd. You whip out this giant shark by its tail, whip it through the air, and slap him in the face with it. Whoa. Like three or four times. And it does a lot of damage. Did you know... It's like one of the most embarrassing ways to die. That hitting somebody with a fish is called kernubbling, or to kernubble. That's amazing. They should have called it that. They really should have. Yeah. The kernubble. The kernubble. We nominate that uh, for any Blizz devs listening for um, Heroes of the Storm yeah, side. Yeah, think about it. Kernubble. Instead of and a shark. Kind of makes a lot of sense. Oh uh, yeah, so links to the guides, and uh, there's also a video guide as well if you prefer to watch. Sweet! If you like to watch. I like to watch. Uh, that's in the show notes. And then finally in Heroes News, um, there were some really good Heroes in a Minute map guides put up. Um, Ostracized Hots made guides for three maps. Garden of Terror, Cursed Hollow, and Haunted Mines. So, a uh, link to his page will be on the show notes, but a shout out to him because creation of guides like this... You know, honestly, it just it furthers the game and the community and raises the level of overall gameplay. Yeah. It makes everybody understand some of the nuances of these things uh, just a little bit better. Um, and what I like about them is that he, he not only runs through the basic mechanics, which every other guide would do as well, but he also talks about some of the ways to to work the nuance of, of playing on that map. So, uh, shout out to Ostracize Hots. Nice, nice map. We're yeah. subscribed to you guys. We're going to check that out uh, in the future as well. Thanks, man. I think it's time for some motherfucking shoutouts! Shoutouts, yay, yay! And then for our shoutouts this week, we just want to shout out to you, the listeners. Yeah, nobody in particular, just everybody has been listening and commenting and rating and... Tweeting and hashtagging yeah. and coming up with terrible transmogs and sharing the podcast with your friends and liking us and rating us and following us and sharing us and... You guys are awesome. Thank you. You guys are the reason we're doing this. It's it's a, a labor of love. So thank you so much we for listening. We love doing this because we love you. Keep it up, guys. Thanks, guys. Hey, gang. We need your help. We're tagging this shitbox as a community-focused podcast, but so far it's just been us talking shit. We need you to give us stuff. Delicious content, like questions, topics to cover, content segments, Guild stories, emails, and disputes that need settling. We'll even get some shout-outs and accept your own podcast commercials for promotion. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Please. Hey, man. You've been, like, farming Apexis crystals this whole expansion. And you've been, like, giving them away. Yeah. Why, man? You've been, like... Grabbing them from dailies and stuff, and then spending them on, like, gear and upgrades and stuff. Whoa. Harsh. You should be using them for Apexis Crystal Healing. It's like, 
A proven method of science, man. Yeah. Far out. Check this out. Keep your crystals and, like, use their natural, like, energy and frequencies to make you a centered and complete raider. Totally. Apexis crystal healing has, like, natural benefits. Using the crystals, you can heal chronic lag, burns from standing in the fire, unwanted aspect of the pack, res sickness, and like, be your own healer in a raid situation, man. That's a trip, dude. So like, think twice before you go upgrading your gear or whatever, man. Apexis crystal healing is the real deal. Warning, Apexis Crystal Healing is not scientifically proven or featured anywhere on milehead.com. Do not actually attempt to heal yourself with Apexis Crystals. You'll be kicked from the group. We're all on that legendary ring quest, and we at Cadgar's House of Fine Jewelry want to make the most important quest of your life an experience you'll never forget. Assembled in the heart of the Zangara Swamp, we start with a beautiful pure solium band and forge it with the core of life flame, and iron. We use precisely 4,986 Apexis crystals to adorn our bands, and three elemental tablets to enhance their power. These artfully crafted rings are bind on equip, so make sure you've chosen the right tune to give this ring to. Soulbound is for life. We hope the legendary ring you find with us sees you through the rest of your Draenor adventures in res sickness and in health. Till next expansion do you part. And remember, every quest begins with Cadgar. Oh my god, look at those Apexis crystals! I know, right? He went to Cadgar's. I fucking hate you! Every quest begins with Cadgar. And now, prepare to dive into the mind of your typical mage with Mage Confessions. I don't need to visit your garrison to know that I have way more unnecessary spikes than you do. I know he was giving me the eye, but he kept insisting he wasn't that kind of orc. I wanted to run a dungeon with him, but his Q had already popped. With all the damage these garrison invasions are doing, I'll never get my security deposit back. Rolled a 1 today. What could I possibly have done to deserve that? Follow Mage Confessions on Twitter at Mage Confessions. Thanks for lagging balls together with us today. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. And for YouTube and Google+, Search for Lagging Balls Official until we have 500 followers and then we'll get a custom URL. Ooh! If you enjoyed the show, the easiest way to help the show is to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. We truly appreciate it. Special thanks to bensound.com for all the music used on this show. And be sure to catch us next week on Lagging Balls! Liu Kang, I am your father. That's mixing two things that don't go together at all. Liu Kang, do that. Your soul is mine. Shang Tsung. 
Sing later. Sing, sing. <laughs> okay. Uh, Just let it roll. Okay.